Dan and Robin. Holy Or maybe a bit more like Bert and Ernie. Hey, Bert. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. That's right, it's Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. It's Tuesday and we have a show for you. <laughs> Every day we we reconsider behind the scenes. Should Lewis keep doing the intros and somehow, the, the, yeah. It gets better every time. Can I try it tomorrow and see how I do? Mate, no, there's no way you'll be able to. I'll let you do. I'll mm. let you do tomorrow. Yeah. But, you, but then you, you, I already know you're going to get fired for I'm it. I'm probably going to get so nervous. <laughs> fired for it. That's well, a big call. Well, you know, it, just just because the comparison of the, of the intros, like yours will seem bad. Like yours will be average, but mine have been so good for so long. That's that you'll debatable. come in. Look, babe, the point is, we've got a great show planned for everyone we today. Uh, we actually have uh, a guest lined up on the show today. Yes. Uh, we've been trying to get in contact with an expert in the e- in the eating field. Yes. Uh, cause because we're doing uh, a food old challenge. Chubster over here wasn't enough. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, my food, uh, the, me and food challenges do go way back on this show, yeah. but usually they're forced upon and are designed to make me vomit. This one is for honour and glory of being a Savoy boy. Yes, so we're going to be speaking to the number one professional eater in the country, yes. number nine in the world, uh, Mr. Hulk Smash Food. And also, uh, we're going to be bringing back Lewis's Airbnb reviews today mm-hmm. and um, a lot more because uh, also the Kylie Jenner thing. Yes, yeah, the Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner had a baby, and we care baby? about it. Oh, no, we don't. That was we hard are going to gonna talk about it on <laughs> Luke and Lewis. It's Luke and Lewis. Uh, on Luke. Triple M Modern Digital. Yes, it is. Luke, <laughs> do you remember Pokemon Go? Yes, I do. Yeah, it We was... all remember it. It was a fun time in my life that I look back on now and go, hmm, was it a good use of time spending weeks and weeks on end going out at night catching virtual Pokemon? No. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't regret it for a second. Uh, I caught a lot. You did? Yeah. I didn't catch that many. Just because I got weirdly into it. Yeah? Yeah. You, you, tr- you tried to catch them all? Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody did. it For, for a while there, the entire world just got uh, absolutely enthused with Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go way too much. But then one day, for many reasons, everyone just stopped. Pretty much on the same day. Yeah. They just stopped playing... Uh, lost interest, the app downloads just plummeted, and then no one ever spoke of Pokemon Go ever again. There was a few problems with it. It was glitching, uh, it was doing all the kind of things, but the main problem was it was adults around the world going, hang on, I don't need to catch Pokemon, I have other things to do. <laughs> I don't need to look after Pokemon, i got to look after my kids. Yeah, so that <laughs> was the main issue with the app. Yeah. Not really the app itself, it was more just... Other things came up. Yeah. And I got obsessed with Pokemon Go. You know, I signed up to their mailing list and all this. I kept the app way past due. But then one day I deleted it. And ever since then, Pokemon Go has been sending me emails like... Still. Yeah. Give up. I got one today. Not coming back. They're desperate. They want me back. And Pokemon Go, um, I'm sorry, but we broke up. And you need to get over me, all right? Yeah. I know I was a good player. I know I was nice to you, but I've moved on with my life. You need to move on with yours. I think Pokemon Go doesn't realize that they're just a summer fling in my <laughs> bad boy downloading apps life. You know, I move from one app to app to another. You yeah, you're a bit down. of a player in the app game. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a player of the of games. L- Lewis will get a fitness app, have it for a week, delete it. He doesn't care. Yeah, I just downloaded an organization app the Every- other day. I'm all about that now. Everything Sorry, is Pokemon a phase. Go, you just don't do it for me anymore, honey. No. <laughs> Who, who's your current fling? Uh, uh, 
Omni organization app. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm, ve- I'm feeling very organized, ticking okay. things off my list. I thought you were actually telling me about this yesterday and I still didn't care then. Don't know why I asked now. <laughs> I've essentially moved from the ultimate uh, distractor Pokemon Go to someone who treats me right and keeps my and, and uplifts me rather than just makes mm. me focus on leisure. So. so- What's Pokemon Go's tactics to get you back? Do you have well, the email? Look, it's basically it's like a, it's like a desperate ex girlfriend. They're like, I've changed. I've got more Pokemon. Oh. My servers are better. I've got more features. Like they're telling me that your weather now affects the Pokemon you see. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. That's great. So now I have to play it in the rain if I want to catch a Pokemon. <laughs> Not a plus. Not great for a phone game. Sorry, Pokemon Go. And they told me that uh, over three billion Pokemon got caught in the global catch challenge. Again, don't really care. And their final, uh, their final. Well, that just point. shows to me that oh, you don't need me. If that yeah. many Pokemon are being caught out there, no, <laughs> you don't need my contribution. Like, yeah, don't desperately email me and then play it cool. I know what you're doing. Yeah. You want me back. The fact that you're sending that email shows you're desperate. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's but classic ex-girlfriend behaviour. Mm, bloody Pokemon Go, get over me, honey. Uh, now, their their last selling point is catch legendary Pokemon in raid battles where you meet up with other players and you all work together to catch one Pokemon. Mm. Sorry, Pokemon Go. I don't want to hang out with other people who play Pokemon Go. <laughs> Pokemon Go is going to be on your doorstep in a week, chucking rocks at your window with a boombox, just going, I want to be the very best. You shut your door, <laughs> call the cops. That's how you do <laughs> We are a couple of days away from our eating challenge where we are going to attempt to eat 40 boxes of Savoy's in just one day. Uh, yep. we, were, we were challenged to do it in a week, but we scoffed at that. We thought, nah, we're going to do it in a day. Then we realized how difficult that would be. Yes. So we thought uh, we need to get a hold of someone who's an expert in this field. And we uh, got a hold of a professional eater. We've got him on the line now. Uh, He goes by the name of Hulk Smash Food. Hulk Smash Food. Welcome to the show, mate. How you going, boy? Such a pleasure to meet uh, a man of your eating capacity. I feel (laughs) like I'm in the presence of greatness and it's truly an honor. (laughs) Thank you very much. Should I call you Hulk Smash Food or Mr. Smash? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Anything fine. <laughs> Anything that re- regards him as being the Hulk, I'm sure, is a compliment. <laughs> exactly. So you, you're a professional eater. I'm looking at your Instagram, and you you claim to be the number one Australian professional eater and the number nine uh, in the world. Yep. How how is that title decided? Uh, so you have ranking points from competitions. Obviously, there's the big ones in Australia, uh, which would be like uh, the Danny Donuts one, or our biggest one is the Luna Park Hot Dog Comp. So the bigger um, sanctioned events count for more points, and then you also get points for other challenges throughout the year, and those rankings are updated every three months. What's the most hot dogs you've ever done at the Luna Park one? Um, I did the record um, this year. They're obviously a lot bigger than the little American ones, but um, we did the record was 14. We did 16 in 10 minutes, but wow. I just did a TV show in Indonesia, and um, we did them without the buns, but full... Um, full-size hot dogs, and I did uh, 54 in four minutes. <laughs> That's insane. <Jesus>. 54. <laughs> I want to know, how do you become a professional eater? I, um, I did a competition probably about two years ago where it was not against other people. It was just sort of uh, one of those finish this schnitzel in 45 minutes and get it for free. And um, Free food. Was, uh, it was at a German pub, and I was telling my mates I could do it, and they didn't believe me. So we went back next week, and I actually finished it. And then I sort of got into it a little bit, and I thought, I want to find one against other other people. So I found a competition against some other people, and one of the highest-ranked um, Australian guys was in that competition. And I, I won that first comp, and 
his um, his name's um, uh, Sir Eats a Lot. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I love the names. Since. Yeah, we've been at uh, mates ever since, and we sort of um, just travelled around, and we've done uh, the world championships in America together, and just travel around, sort of eating food, and it sort of just uh, blossomed from there. What it's a fr- duo, Sir, <laughs> Sir Eats a Lot and Hulk Smash. <laughs> It's pretty crazy that you can just walk into your first competition and beat the best Australian yeah, in your first uh, competition. That'd be like me just smashing Usain Bolt in a running race because I felt like it. Yeah, <laughs> it was certainly something I didn't expect or didn't think I had. But um, yeah, I hadn't try. I didn't try. I didn't even know at the time there was specialty training for it and all that. I just sort of, I don't know, got a bit lucky and something I was good at. And now with the training and that, I think you know you can sort of take it a little bit more seriously. Now, I've got to ask, Hulk, what's your nemesis food? We all have one. What's the one that you've, you've had a crack at in the past and you just haven't got it done? Oh, no, nothing's really got me because I'm only sort of... World-class champion, you're talking to Luke. And, and they've never been finished by anyone. So I'm sort of unbeaten on the challenges, but I'm not a huge fan of anything with a lot of dough like pizzas or because it just really jacks your jaw up. Like, you can't eat for two days afterwards if you're doing, like, half an hour of pizza or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so maybe something like a Savoy would be pretty difficult then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty dry. Um, we, we actually wanted to have a chat to you about, we have an eating challenge coming up on the show. Uh, would you be willing to stick around after the break and have a chat with us about our eating challenge? Yeah, definitely. Great. Brilliant. Thank you very much, mate. This is Luke and Lewis. And we are still joined by professional eater Hulk Smash Food. Thanks for stay, sticking with us man no worries boys so originally we asked uh, uh on our show what should we do with the 40 packets of savoys that aren't at sent us and a listener of our show was like hey you guys should try and eat all 40 packets in a week and we scoffed at this we Too said easy. that's a light week for a savoy boy um <laughs> so we thought let's do it all in a day and then we kind of did some more background research and realized that perhaps this Sounds was very hard. That's a thousand biscuits each. Yeah. So we did some research, we looked at nutritional information, and we figured we might need some backup. So that's where you come in, mate. Do you reckon you could give us like an hour's worth of your time to help us to smash as many bickies as you can? Oh, I'd definitely be up for coming in and uh, helping you get through a few of those boys. <laughs> Have you ever done biscuits before? I've done a 1.5 kilo cookie and two litres of milk challenge, and that was a gruesome. <laughs> we got the right man for the job, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It's incredible. But, again, but um, I'm happy to help you boys out, and I'll have a crack, but I've definitely never done Savoy's. Well, right. the plan was we were just going to evenly distribute them 13 boxes each, but, I mean, we we're actually going to get another Savoy boy in, just a listener of the show, and to help us on the day. I mean, how many, if you gave us an hour of your time, like what kind of dint in that 39 boxes do you reckon you could make in an hour? I don't know. What, what's the weight on a box? 200 grams, 220 grams, I think. Something like that. Grams, uh, hopefully get through probably 15 boxes. What? 15 <laughs> boxes? I wasn't, even, I wasn't even going to try and do that in a day. <laughs> 15? I'll give, it, I'll give it my best shot. Well, maybe we just don't even need anyone else. Yeah, I don't think we need another Savoy boy. I think... Wait, so you're going to come in and in an hour, you're going to wipe out half of our boxes. <laughs> do, you, do you want us to add boxes for you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing they're going to be pretty dry, so I might hit a wall somewhere through there, but well, I'll, I'll be giving my best for you. We did have a solution, because obviously the dry mouth and the dryness of the salt and the Savoy's was our biggest problem heading into this challenge, which is we were thinking we were going to combine a bit of dip 
and uh, we'll, oh. we were going to do a lucky dip dip, which is uh, where <laughs> we get each of each, all three of us put in our preferred dip into a hat, and then um, we pick it out, and um, just you might get someone else's dip, but that's just that's just the game. That's just good radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So, what's your preferred dip? What would you like with the Savoy? Oh, I'm a big fan of um, spring onion. Yeah, right. I was on the spring onion train too. Happy to move over to French. Very similar dip though. <laughs> I am uh, just to make the challenge a little bit more exciting. I'm going to find the, the spiciest dip I can find. All right, and, and I'll go with guac. My choice. <laughs> <All right. laughs> someone's going to end up with the spicy one. Someone will get guac, and someone will get spring onion. All right. It's decided. Um, will, will, will you eat the spicy one if you do draw out the spice? Uh, of course. I've done uh, the hottest stuff on the planet. What's the hottest <laughs> thing you've done? Uh, there's a burger out in uh, Manor Lakes at a restaurant called Cody's Cafe. Yeah. They do a burger called the Scorpion, which we <laughs> ate live on the roller coaster at Luna Park. You and, ate uh, on a roller was... coaster? <laughs> oh, the hottest <laughs> burger in the world wasn't enough. Let's do it on a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah you know, I don't think we're even going to get to finish this challenge. Hulk Smashers <laughs> have come in and smash all these bickies. I might just have a, I might just have a little rest. We'll take the day off. If you just want to come in and eat these boys for us, that'd be great. <laughs> Uh, and one last question before you go, mate. Do you prefer Jats or Savoys? Oh, Savoy. Savoy oh, boy. He's a Savoy boy. He Absolutely. All righty. Well, thank you very much, mate. We will see you on the challenge day. Friday. Friday. And I guess you'll take Friday. out half of our bickies. All right. We'll see you then. I'll Brilliant, mate. Can't wait. Let's do it. Thanks so much for joining us. This is see Luke and Lewis. It's Luke and Lewis. Luke. On Triple you... M Modern Digital. Keep We've forgetting been to say told that. to brand the station more and. Guys, you're letting the team down. Guys, we're on Triple M Modern Digital. Yeah. I keep saying it, you're not listening. No one's heard me say that. Triple M Modern Digital. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, as you, as your listeners know, we only uh, cover on-topic things. So, Luke, do you remember months ago <laughs> <laughs> when uh, PepsiCo released uh, a horrendous Pepsi ad uh, featuring Kendall Jenner where that got canned by worldwide by everyone yes. online. Very controversial, but do remind me. Yeah, it was a very out-of-touch ad. Essentially, uh, they showed a giant multicultural protest. They managed to create a protest without showing what the protest was about. And it was protesters versus police, and Kendall Jenner was leading the protest, the social activist that she is. Yep. Uh, and what she did was uh, to stop the police from stopping their protest, she gave one of the officers a can of Pepsi, and then the officers joined in with their revolution about nothing, thanks to Pepsi. Were they just revolution? Like, what? Yeah, so it was never stated what the. No, it was never stated. Was. The, only, the, on, the only really thing that I could notice was it was very multicultural, but the one thing that tied everyone together mm. was that everyone was like a 10 out of 10. Maybe they were protesting good advertisement, and then they were like, yeah. we want a bad, and then like the, the ad happened, mm. they got the coke, like, this is a terrible ad, and then they joined the protest. It was either that or just 10 out of 10s versus everybody else on the scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that ad got absolutely trashed everywhere. Yeah. Everyone said it was out of touch. It was a publicity stunt. Yeah, it was taking advantage of uh, of social justice to make money. Yep. Um, so PepsiCo, you would think they would have learnt their lesson. <laughs> what have they done? And been like, oh, we can't make money out of you know feminism and things like that. Well, they've had another crack, Luke. Yeah. Uh, they've decided to exploit feminism for money <laughs> by making uh, lady friendly Doritos. 
Were Doritos particularly masculine? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, Not a very masculine corn chip. Well, I didn't know that uh, Doritos were lady unfriendly. I, I didn't, didn't know they were gendered, firstly. Yeah, I didn't think a, a savoury chip could be also a sexist <laughs> yeah. that hated women. But uh, what they've done is they've made a Dorito that is less crunchy, so it makes less noise when you eat it, and it also has less flavouring that would get off your fingers because according to, you know, for the, for some reason, they believe that women don't like to crunch and they don't like to lick their fingers. I disagree. Yeah. I know a few girls who love a crunch. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, Emily included, mm-hmm. uh, does not hold back on the crunch department. <laughs> trust me. Right. Uh, everyone enjoys a lick of the finger. I mean, well, not everyone enjoys it. It's just, if, if you've got flavoring on your finger, you're not you going off the couch to wash your hands. You've no. got to, you've got to, a cleaner on your face, yeah. So you lick that up. Well, don't you know, waste a bit. I think really that that the the stuff on your fingers only really happens if you're like eating a whole bag by yourself. Yeah, like you don't get a build up at a dinner party. So if you're no. getting, if you're getting a build up, you're just eating way too yeah. many Doritos. Move in away from the snack table, okay, mm. and go talk to people. <laughs> But uh, the global chief executive of PepsiCo, which owned Doritos and Pepsi, said, uh, although this is a direct quote from him, this is how they're marketing it. He said, very, very in touch, this guy. Um, He said, although women would love to crunch crisps loudly, lick their fingers and pour crumbs from the bag into their mouth afterwards, they prefer not to do this in public. No one wants to do that. I have never seen a man get Doritos all over his fingers and then pour the rest of the bag in his mouth walking yeah. down the street. And then going, oh, I'm not ashamed of that. Because My- I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> but what they've done is they've, they're, they're marketing this new product. Uh, it comes in a smaller bag, same price, of course, yep. so that women can fit the bag in their handbags. Yep. Which is something that I always hear from my girlfriend. Oh, this bag of Doritos is too big. I can't put it in my purse. Oh, you'd love it. You just bought a purse. You can oh, fit mate, it right in. Get out of my purse, all right? <laughs> That's not where this segment's going. I think you bought this up. What do you want? Do you want me to buy you some? Some ladylike Doritos? Well, you some know Doritos. what, mate? If you could find me a packet of Doritos that will fit my masculine wallet, mm-hmm. I'll buy them. Easy. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's a purse. <laughs> <laughs> Luke and Lewis. It's Luke and Lewis on what? It's on Triple M Modern Digital, That's the most right. modern and digital of the Triple M stations. Three M's in that, everyone. Yep, and <laughs> lots of mo- one one modern and one digital. <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this. Lewis's reviews on Airbnb. Oh, don't touch that. That is right. Lewis's reviews on Airbnb. Uh, second time we've done this segment. Last week we kicked it off because uh, I realized that Lewis was getting very bad reviews, really negative stuff written about him Not on Airbnb. Bad. Not that much. Well, pretty horrendous. Yeah, pretty bad. La- last week we had one that was uh, Lewis left a plant in the fridge. We would definitely not recommend him. Which I don't know why he would leave a bad review for that. I mean, that was funny. Ass. He just decorated his fridge. <laughs> But um, we, I thought we'd kick it off. So how this segment works is I've actually, before the show, gotten uh, people to record, read out some of these reviews word for word. These are actual reviews that have been left on Lewis's Airbnb account. Yep. I got people to record some of them. And really, you just li- will listen to it together. And mm-hmm. I want you to justify Easy. why they felt compelled to write this about you after Mate, you stay. Make this segment harder, please. Okay. We've got the first one coming up. And uh, hit play, Mike. I was hoping to be able to give a five-star review, however, unfortunately not due to cleanliness and damage. 
The apartment was a mess and it took me much longer than normal to get back to an acceptable level. My sofa has a mark embedded into it from something hot and it's permanently marked it. The mark is also quite large. It's very disappointing as I was very welcoming with the champagne and goodies I left them. Not worth having them to stay as it costs more to fix the sofa than I made. Ah, Quite yes. literally, l- okay. This is what happened in that. You lost them profit. Mm-hmm. They get they left you champagne and cookies, mm-hmm. and then you ru- and in return you ruined their sofa with a okay. stain. Luke, let me start off with. Didn't ask for champagne. I don't drink. Didn't ask for cookies. Didn't even find them in the in the Airbnb. So that shouldn't factor in at all. Just because you were nice to me doesn't mean doesn't make me meaner if I ruin your couch. All right. Okay. So that's scratch that. How one. did you ruin their couch? This woman was insane. Okay. okay. Uh, ruined the couch by uh, putting. In it. Well, I sat on it, but I also placed a pizza box next to me on the couch. Mm-hmm. Could have used the coffee table, yep. but, you know, I want my pizza to be nice and so comfy. So it was actually a grease stain from the pizza. Ah, a hot grease stain. Thank yep. you very much. That's You're why right. it was so expensive to fix. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this woman was actually uh, very pedantic. Um, I remember... I remember this was about halfway through one of my stand-up tours, and uh, I was getting uh, quite a few bad reviews in a row. Yeah. This woman accepted my reservation. You're on a hot streak. Yeah, I was on a hot streak, <laughs> as we call it in the game. Yep this this woman was uh, accepted my uh, booking without reading them, obviously, and then. Two days into my stay, she came over to the house and just went through every room while we were there and just looking at everything and freaking out because we had moved quite a few things. She inspected it while you were there. Yeah. That's because not part of the deal. I think what happened was she accepted my reservation and then two days in, she was like, oh, have a look at these guys' reviews. <laughs> oh, no, I need to go to the yeah, house. Abort, abort. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second review, Mike. We definitely would not recommend Lewis to any other Airbnb hosts. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, very short one. Do you remember that one? Um, look, I'm going to take a guess that it was probably the one where I smashed the pot. What? <laughs> All right, so this one was in Tasmania, I believe. Um, <laughs> I, they, they give you a key to the house so you can let yourself in. Yep. So I landed really late at night. Um, I had my luggage with me. I went up their garden path, and uh, for some reason, their path was just... It was one of those those pot people where they just have pots all in their garden for yep. no reason. They were filled with nothing. They were just ornamental pots. And I tapped one of these pots with my luggage, and it tipped over. It was full of water. It tipped over towards the door, and it, like, it it didn't smash. It like really sadly fell apart. Like it was obviously very very old. It right. had water in it for years, and it just had enough. Not my fault. At and all. I'm assuming you did the responsible thing, which was reporting a broken pot to the owner and going, "Hey, I've accidentally done this. I'm really sorry. Can pay for it." Mm, well, I could have <laughs> done that, or. What I could have done, which I think you'll agree with me, is a much smarter decision. I uh, <laughs> I took the remaining pieces of the pot and I rolled them down the hill. <laughs> rolled them down the hill into the bushes. And uh, my, my logic was, well, look, they probably won't see it until I'm gone. If they do see it, I'll just say, no, I don't know, the wind did it. One thing that's uh, unlikely. Well, one thing that uh, they, these guys were actually detectives. They did find the pot because <laughs> when the pot fell towards the house and smashed against the door, all of the water that was in the pot 
went into the door before I did. Yep. So I had to clean that up. And sure, the wind did that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, the wind didn't do a very so good did, job at cleaning it up. So did you have to explain a grown adult to another grown adult well, that you'd smashed their pot and then decided to further ruin it by rolling it down a steep hill? Well, what happened was they actually were above where I was. Yep. So they looked out the window one day, obviously saw the pot in the garden. Yep. I didn't factor this in in my calculations late at night of my pot rolling, uh, <laughs> hiding the hiding the pot, they came into my house, uh, well, into their house in the Airbnb, uh, and just started yelling at me. And, <laughs> and uh, she's, I think I remember her saying, do you, when I explained it, that, I, that, I, uh, that the wind did it, she said, do you expect me to believe that? And uh, you were like, not really, no. Come to think of it, when you say it out loud, no. <laughs> it's Luke and Lewis on the Triplest Modern Disc Digital Station, Triple M Modern Digital. And... Um, <laughs> That's a fact. The Heard b- it from the lead ambassador, Lewis yes, Spears. Yep, Triple M1 and Digital. Hook it up in your Tesla. Every time they go brand the station more, they regret it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, earlier we were talking about my horrible Airbnb reviews, and I thought the segment was very unfair, Luke, because you never bring up my positive reviews. Are there positive reviews? Yes, there are positive I've reviews. I had to scroll through them, and it wasn't hard to find... All well, those negative mate, ones. I had a much longer scroll <laughs> back to the early days of Airbnb when I was much more cautious, and okay. I found this. Pleasant guy. My son thought he was fabulous mm-hmm. being a comedian. No problems. Fabulous. Comedian. They no didn't say problems. anything about your stay. Mate, that, that doesn't matter. Some dude's son was just a fan of your videos. Yep, and... Uh, that I, can't get you a good review. What are you talking about, man? I did, I did everything right in that was house. It, was that, hey, was that in Sydney? Uh, yeah. Was <laughs> that one where I stayed with you? Yeah, I don't know what the relevance to this question is. Well, because <laughs> I think the reason, the only reason why you got a positive review on that one, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, yes. we just didn't get caught. Uh, potentially, but that still counts as we, a positive review. We, Lewis and I, thought it, thought it, would, it would be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who's well, house... Well, my went, idea. Let's not yeah. take credit for things. Yeah, the guy left uh, uh, his bike in the hallway of the house, yep. and we thought it would be funny to ride laps around the house with his bike all week. And, <laughs> and it well, was very funny. If you ever had to get to the kitchen uh, from the bedroom, <laughs> you'd just take the bike down yep. the hall, and the walls were scratched. Well, mate, the wills were scratched mainly because he also left a ladder in his house that went nowhere. So uh, I thought it would be funny to do a bit of ladder jousting with the bike. I think it uh, didn't go well with the walls. He looked like a fire truck, but it was just a guy riding a bike with a ladder on the side. But the most important thing, mate, is that I was nice to his I kids. I can't believe that review was positive. Mate, what can I say? I'm fantastic. No well, problems. Comedian. And then, well, this continued on. You, this, uh, we actually gained a reputation from that bike stunt. was because yeah, we, we posted videos we, of it. We did put it on our social media. About yeah, us. This guy wasn't much of a detective at all. Right. We, <laughs> we did post. I'm not sure how he didn't bust us. We posted videos of us riding a bike on uh, social media. And then the next, uh, we went to Canberra the next week. And then the guy said, hey, guy, like the guy who was hosting us was like, Hey guys, uh, yeah, here's the key. Here's all the information. By the way, if you cannot ride any bikes in the house, <laughs> that'd be great. So he clearly was a fan and had seen our videos. Yeah, absolutely sprung bad. Still yeah. messed up his house though. I yeah. don't care. Well, <laughs> we rode a dirt bike through that one. 
<laughs> it's Luke and Lewis broadcasting across the network named Triple M Modern Digital. And it's time to talk about our Savoy challenge that we will be uh, embarking on on Friday. Yes. So uh, earlier in the show, we did have a chat to a professional eater now who goes by the name of... Uh, Hulk Smash Food. Yes. Um, Mr. Smash. Yes. And uh, he's going to be joining us uh, for about an hour or so. Well, apparently that's all he needs. Well, he's so good at eating. He reckons in an hour he could smash 15 boxes. So it, Which is insane. That's 15 me. boxes. I was, I was thinking I could get through 15 boxes in maybe six hours. Yeah. But he reckoned he could do it in one. Which is just ridiculous. I don't think you can even do it in six. But yeah, we're going to do spend the whole day on this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's all going down on Friday. Friday will be uh, the day of the challenge uh, where we do the Savoy Boys Proud yep. and um, try and eat the 39 boxes that we have remaining from mm-hmm. our sent uh, 40 from Arnott's. Yep. Thank so you very if, much to the people at Arnott's. Yeah, um, still waiting on another 60, but yep. uh, you know, I'll let it slide. Not really. Still want them. <laughs> Um, but if there are any Savoy boys out there, uh, that and girls can be Savoy boys, it's not really a gendered term, even mm. though boys are in there. Uh, if you have any tips for us, or, or even just some motivation, send it our way yeah. to Luke and Lewis Facebook so, and Instagram. Originally, we did do a call-out on the show where we wanted a Savoy boy to join us for the challenge, and since speaking to, to, to the Hulk, the man himself, mm. we think... No, we don't even need it. Like, we don't need another person. I mean, we, we essentially have King of the Savoy Boys on We might side. have to buy fail. him extra boxes to eat. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what I was thinking, Luke, is, is maybe, maybe to excite the, the challenge a little bit, we, we could have a lucky dip dip. Yep. Yeah, which so is what we discussed earlier. A lucky dip dip is obviously uh, everyone has their preferred dip. Yes. Uh, we decided this. Uh, my preferred dip would be a guacamole. Uh, the Hulk's preferred dip would be uh, spring onion. Yes. And yours, you decided to throw... I'm just going to find the spiciest thing I yeah. can find in the supermarket, chuck it in the bag, and, and, and pray to God that I don't... Yeah, your plan is, I won't it be funny if someone else has to eat the spice. Yes. Yeah, I'm, but you're also, you're also running the risk of sabotaging the Hulk. One in three chance. Yeah. It's pretty, diff- it's pretty likely that I'm going to get it. Yes. <laughs> And Might be shooting myself in the foot here. Yes. So uh, Friday is the day where it's all going down, and boy, oh boy, uh, are we nervous? Yes. And for two reasons. Savoy, boy, oh boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are very nervous because, firstly, there's legitimate health risks that we're discovering. Yes. That could result of as a part of this challenge. We're eating. Do you know how much salt is on a single Savoy, let alone one thousand? You did the math, didn't you? Yes. Well, no, I didn't do the math. Uh, Olive yes. sent us in. Um, we need to speak to a dietitian tomorrow, by the yes. way. Like we need to get on the phone to a dietitian. But Olive did send in that. Uh, a listener of our show. She did a quick, a few quick calculations that the challenge, if completed, will result in Luke and Lewis exceeding the maximum recommended mm-hmm. salt intake by by one thousand. <laughs> One hundred and six percent. That's that's a lot of salt. It's too much salt, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And also, that's if uh, we all eat thirteen boxes each. And I mean, well, re- that was that was the recommended salt intake if there was three of us. Now yeah. there's actually two of us and one professional eater. Yeah. Okay. Well, and also she's done some mass help us out on the day to uh-huh. so we keep up a good pace. Yep. Uh, uh, the three people over a fourteen hour period yep. uh, will each need to eat. Uh, 51.5 Savoys per hour. That's right. a Savoy every 70 seconds for 14 hours. So that's, we want to keep that's that... That's pretty, pretty achievable. One Savoy every minute and a bit, mm. right? I think 
What's your strategy going for 14 into this? hours? My strategy is don't eat. Well, well, we actually got some food tips after um, the Hulk yeah. hang up. We'll play them on the show tomorrow. Yeah. He gave us some tips. One was essentially just fast. Yeah. My tip is I think lots of water the night before, and then I'm probably not going to eat dinner. Yeah. Are we really hungry though? I'm gonna I'm gonna double fast. So I'm gonna fast as in not eat, mm-hmm. and then the next day I'm gonna eat fast. <laughs> That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, we're ready for Friday. Tomorrow, we'll try and get a hold of a dietitian. Uh, we need to speak about the health risks. There's yes. lots of people behind the scenes here at the radio who are a little concerned about this one. Well, I don't, I don't know, know why. why. We're professional Savoy boys. We We've are, been doing this for years. We are the Savoy boys. Yeah, so calm down, guys. This we're going to smash this. This is a casual Friday. Oh, easy We usually as. just don't talk about it on our radio show. You know what? We're going to impress the professional eater. No. I guarantee it. I think you'll laugh at it's us. It's been guaranteed. We'll be on box four and we'll be vomiting. <laughs> I take back my guarantee. <laughs> it's Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. That's right. Branding <laughs> and it's the end of the show. You're welcome, executives at Triple M Modern Digital. We branded the heck out of it today. Um, that is it. Uh, that's all we have time for. Uh, very exciting show. We got a professional eater on board. Yes. The Savoy Challenge. And turns out he was Savoy Boy. And that's yep. the only person I want him by my side in the trenches on Don't Friday. Don't want a professional jats, rat. They no. wouldn't be able to handle the goodness of Savoy's. No, he wouldn't <laughs> know what to do with such a premium biscuit. Um, but well, not as premium as Clicks, but you know, yeah. pretty premium. Well, Clicks is for the weekend. Slightly more premium than Jats. Oh, maybe if we smash... If, okay, if we plough through the 39 boxes, mm-hmm. can we get to 40 with one pack of Clicks? Oh, yeah, let's do that. We're going to Clicks at the end. So it's like the light confident at the end we are. Oh, we're already planning what we're going to eat after 39 boxes Mate, of Savoy's. I was feeling very nervous about this, but now that I know there's clicks at the end of the tunnel, yeah. easy. I'll do anything for a click yeah, fix. Yeah, clicks fix on a Friday. Can't do anything more than that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow. You can check out the podcast on yep. iTunes and uh, check us out on social media. Um, if you have any tips for us for our eating challenge, we would love to hear. DM, slide into our DMs, Luke and Lewis on Instagram. Until then, we will see you tomorrow. This is Luke and Lewis for lunch. Oh, no. It's not for lunch. Oh, no. But we still are on Triple M Modern Digital. Yes, Triple M Modern Digital. See you later. For dinner. <laughs>